This is Mark Mowry, Chief Investment Officer of Statera Asset Management, and these are my notes for this month. We were told we just couldn't ignore it. Much as the investment team wanted to talk about something else, our admittedly dismissive takes on the GameStop saga during a recently regularly scheduled Zoom session with advisors fell on rather more interested ears. So we took up the topic in this month's commentary, for the norm, hopefully connecting the newsiness of that story with some of the more timeless threads we think far more relevant to investment outcomes. We figured still that this month's podcast might be a better place to offer some perspective on the GameStop saga. I'm not going to revisit the specifics. For those with interest, we suggest heading over to Bloomberg.com for what we have found to be the most informative coverage. Commentaries on that site from staff writer Matt Levine are perhaps the most insightful, and also the best written in our humble opinions. Otherwise, I have to note that I find much of the breathlessness with which many authors have approached the coverage of trading in GameStop more than a bit over the top. No small amount of it even boorish, much of it under-researched and or ill-informed. Too much of the coverage has conflated populist down with Wall Street and hooray for the little guy notions or to the contrary, thuggish profiteering and or punkish boneheadery, with various mixes of investment themes that range from long-term value-oriented thematic cheerleading to unwise and unbridled risk-taking to coordinated pump-and-dump schemery. To be fair, it is a rather complicated story to cover, and a writer's got to make a point. Since basically everyone wrote something about GameStop over the past two weeks, it's become harder and harder to provide a unique take. Even so, it all seemed too much twisting of what's actually understood to have happened to fit a particular narrative. Perhaps goes without saying, though, that such are the times in which we live. More to the meat of what actually occurred, we might focus on the market activity itself and the intentions that drove it. But motives in individual stock investing, much unlike the approach we implement in our work, often are more difficult to figure. Sure, it's nearly always about making money. It's the how that can be elusive. That and at what potential cost. In the context of the sorts of enormous bets that have formed the basis of the bulk of the reporting, the balance of risk is often so very much not in favor of the investor. And that seems true whether we're talking about the individual investors taking large stakes in small company shares or the professional short sellers against which they purportedly were battling. Here, various commentaries often get the story right. A novel tale about a few stocks gaining heavy favor among retail investors snowballed into a global discussion with those shares having seen a rush of pilers on only to have that wave recede, likely having left many more folks stranded with much less wealth than they had prior. And on the other side of that trade, a few firms seemed to have needed a bailout as a result of far too aggressive bets that the price of one or more stocks would fall. So the lesson for most is please don't do this, or at least please don't do this with much of your investable assets. Because outside of that long-term value-oriented approach I mentioned earlier, much of the action likely came not as a result of a disciplined investment management approach, but rather very much the opposite, unreasoned speculation. Even today, with the stock having closed down 87% from its January 28th peak of 483 bucks, Longer-term investors likely still are sitting on positions worth twice or more of their original investments. Of course, many short-term investors who managed to buy low and sell high through the chaotic prior two weeks of trading in GameStop shares also are sitting on material gains. But I'd guess that many buyers since January 27th are nursing losses. Could be wrong, of course, but from the 28th onward, it's been a mostly downward ride in that stock. 
While longer-term investors may have realized what they once had considered underappreciated value, shorter-term speculators likely learned little more than that stock prices can go up and they can go down. I'm sure many will disagree with my suggestion that the short sellers were not investing either. And to that point, I must add a caveat. There are lots of ways historically considered appropriate to incorporate short positions into an investment methodology. But if you've made a large enough bet on a small enough number of stocks to see a tenth, a quarter, certainly a third of your portfolio evaporate in a matter of days and in a manner very obviously counter to the broader market movement, you're not investing. You're speculating, which is a fine pursuit, I suppose, but one should call it what it is. So here we are again, different origin story, but with the same mid-arc dramatic concern we've revisited in cycles for decades. The market's plumbing must be broken. I'm here to tell you, though, that's entirely false. That people lost money in ways that one could, probably should, consider ill-advised is not a problem of the system. I'm not entirely sure it's a problem of any sort, outside of the fact that many individuals now may not have as much money as they once did. And neither should we consider the opposite, that the manner in which the money was made is problematic. Investors are free to make their own choices in a market that's reasonably well-regulated and open, in theory, for all to access. The universe, in turn, also is free to decide whether those investors ultimately make or lose money as a result of those decisions. And with this story being yet another very fine example, the market is quite good at reminding folks that all investing carries risk. Whether or not that lesson is heard, it's one there's little reason to believe is difficult to comprehend. Importantly, past performance is not indicative of future results. The foregoing commentary is not presented as an investment recommendation. The approach described may not be right for everyone. No one listening to this commentary should take our comments as advice specific to or appropriate for their individual situations. Individual circumstances should be taken into consideration when determining a suitable investment approach. All investing carries risk.